<laughs> Sniff this and buy it. Yeah. Well, as as rolling as we, you know, we more slide into things. We don't roll really, do we? I don't know. I'm never looking. <laughs> just, I just know that it's a falling sensation, and sometimes my lip bleeds, and other times <laughs> I say, "Welcome to the whip around." I am upright, Sean Hayes. <laughs> For now, actually, Up, upright sitting some, down. Right. There's going to be some strange time time stream <laughs> oh, shenanigans. He worries today. about the time stream again. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, I don't mind telling him. Eventually, you're going to hear another show that we do today. So when yes. you eventually hear a drinks episode, just remember, think back to those <laughs> halcyon days when of Sean was June. <laughs> meaninglessly telling me that he was going to have to get drunk tonight. Um, it's two drinks total. Macabre. <laughs> I'm not alone. Dr. Laporta, um, science, weird news. Dr. Laporta, science. Dr. Laporta, science. That's right. Uh, hey, Dr. Laporta, science. What's yeah. up with you? I'm still doing really well, actually. Hmm. Uh, relaxed. Suspicious. So it, it is weird, actually, to be doing this level of okay this long. <laughs> like, normally. This, yeah, what year do you think it is? I don't know. It's like, what, what are we in, 2012 where yeah. everything was going right? right. And, um no, it was actually 2018, I would say. It was probably my best year ever. But that's beside the point. Things Ew. are still good. I'm still relaxed. I'm still chilled out. Nothing, yeah. you know. I'm into that summer workflow where I'm like doing like. He's making waves with yeah. his hands. He's doing the, the okay. hula wave. I have learned something important, actually. I have. And it is, I cannot do the things I used to do when I was younger. I can't just sit and grind and do work until I fall asleep and then do it again. I can't do that. I burn out. But what I've learned is that I, if I vary the type of work, so like I do a physical chore around the house and then I do some writing and then I do some mindless like cleaning. Like so if I go like between like mental work, physical work and drone work, if I alter that and vary it, I, I can do it all. I can do it all again. And I get that like I can keep going. It makes me happy. What that's the in the gym. What is what is that? That's uh, like circuit training type things. Or? But there's another more trendy term I thought for that. Well, like CrossFit. I think you're cross. So you are CrossFit. intellectually CrossFit. <laughs> You're cross. You're cross thinking. There it is. Which sounds like a more religious thing than you would get into, but you are cross thinking. <laughs> cross thinking hey, with Doctor Phil Laporte. I know how to put people in a crucifix hold. So there's that. That is true. What's up with you? Um, I'm learning about my friend every day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I um been singing lots of pirate songs. I'm like really into yeah, pirate you can't, stuff. I walked in just now, and he's just got his phone going. Yeah, the, pirate. Like the longest Johns, and uh, what's another one? I uh, like the these. I don't know. They're all like euphemisms for pirate, but they're just really good, and it's really fun. So that's what's going on with me lately. Sean has finally caught up with the times. He's into the she- sea. Sh- I can't say. Sea hey, you shanties. shut the fuck up. I was into Treasure Island like this, you know, uh, before it was cool all over again, and now point. it's back to being uncool. And I fair still point. love it. Fair point. So no, I I've said to a friend recently that I think all at least straight American boys mm-hmm. um, are at heart at heart mm-hmm. either a pirate or a ninja. And I think even if you overlay things like, you know, like you was into Star Wars, that actually still tends to gravitate toward people who are either Han Solo, little straight boys or little Han Solo or Darth Vader, you know, or some other Jedi figure. So it's always still either I, pirate or ninja at heart. I, I would I would agree with the caveat that it doesn't necessarily have to be straight. I can I can see. Well, I'm just saying that's the only experience I can speak uh, from fair. definitively. Fair. I am open to any other. Hey, if some other descriptor has the same thought and feeling, 
I totally wanted, yeah. get it. I was going to say, and happy Pride, so, everybody. Well, sure. But yeah, but no. Let's I, sound off so non-straight. You know someone who's never been a straight boy, uh, go ahead and sound know. off and let us know. Because for me, I really think I'm on to something uh, because the archetypes are there that I believe that a, a straight male man-child <laughs> at root is either. And there can be some crossover. You know how fond we are of Venn diagrams on this show. Oh, yeah. But I think that ultimately there's going to be more of one than the other. You're either a pirate or a ninja, a Han or a Vader, any of it. I, I can tell you I'm two-thirds ninja, one-third pirate. Because as a kid, I kid <laughs> I you not, that. it's funny you bring this up. Yeah. As a kid, in sixth grade and kindergarten, I was a ninja. And in fourth grade, I was a pirate. Okay. So I, was, I, I straddle the line. Well, I understand the thirds now because I was going to yeah, say very specific. Oddly specific, but reasons. Anyway, prove me, tell me I'm wrong. Please, <laughs> Both, tell us anything. Mo, we want to hear you know, from you. Tell, give, me the, give me the boundary lines because I'm, I'm starting with I, straight male kids. Not, not as prevalent, but I would wager that if you go back a generation, you could replace ninja with cowboy. And you'd have a similar All they, spread. Look, that just that is just a that's just a ninja work in the fields, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Cowboy is close. Well, technically, cowboy's more pirate. Cowboy's way more pirate than ninja. Yeah. So I don't understand the point you're making. I, I'm saying I think. So why are you replacing ninja? Because I feel gonna... like cowboys were an older generation. Okay, so it's, thing. that's the same idea though. Even cowboys and Indians, pardon the you know archaic racism. Well, it's horrible. Yeah, was still agree. a version of pirates and ninjas. In a way, well, yeah, because pirates and ninjas are the modern argument. Yeah, sure. No, you know what? Now that you put it that way, now yeah. I actually agree with you more. And now I'm a psychologist. Which is great, because um, we have a trolley problem coming up. <laughs> choo-choo, the, choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for your neck headlines. That is Louvre-level shit. <laughs> Louvre-level shit. <laughs> Which is something you hear around the Louvre all the time. <laughs> Oh, man. I hope I get to go there someday so I can point to the Mona Lisa, look at the camera, and go like, that is some Louvre-level shit. (laughs) Fucking ass. Thanks for joining us. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Welcome to the Arts Around. You might as well quit now. I don't think this is going to get funnier, but we'll see how it goes. Oh, boy. Oh, six headlines from the week's news. Five are real. One is fake. I made it up, and I'm damn proud. Spot that fake. Break my heart, but win that day. Okay. There That's we go. Emotional investment here. I was very proud of these this week. So, <clears throat> PETA lobbying to make defunct MTA station safe haven for subway rats. Hmm. Bees help mentally ill on Greek Island. Cyclist on California mountain chased down by angry zebra. Alleged avocado thief arrested for grand theft of fruit. Oh. Man dies searching for frisbees in Florida Lake amid alligator warnings. Hmm. And men who wake up with morning wood less likely to die from stroke. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever you're going to do next, faster. <laughs> Tita lobbying to make a difference. I you anyway. If you wrote that, I'm going to slap you around. <laughs> In what way? Peter lobbying to make Peter lobbying to make. God damn it. <laughs> Peter lobbying to make defunct MTA stations safe haven for subway rats. Bees help mentally ill on Greek Island. Cyclists in California mountain chased down by angry zebra. Alleged avocado thief for us for grand theft of fruit. Man dies searching for frisbees in Florida Lake amid alligator warnings. And men who die, uh, men who wake up with morning wood less likely to die from stroke. There it is. How you feeling? Oh man, lost. These are all like, ugh. 
I thought I blended this in well. That's why this, I said I was very proud. I dare say it's like when the uh, when the diamond is scattered into the ice chunks in Temple of Doom. It's it, very is, it is very well concealed no! here. Yeah, that's where you're at. Uh, and man, I am just trying to shove some serum between my boobies. You are <laughs> you are feeling like a Kate Capshaw in this studio. In a, in a world of Lauches, <laughs> be a Kate Capshaw. Don't want to half a sawadi dingway bow. Anything goes. Um. <laughs> Make that your audition song. Right. Anything goes. Any, what are we doing? You're a Where's, winner automatically with we? that. I'm going to have Caroline make you the dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Only if you poke me in the back with it, sailor. <laughs> what is he got a little steak fork or whatever? A little forky thing? Wow. It's the best movie ever made. It's excellent. It's a, it's a, it's a problematic It's a problematic mess. That's exactly. terribly problematic. Primarily because Dan Aykroyd's involved. Uh, sure. As you will be lying on a cocker plane full of live poultry. This is now a <laughs> this Temple of Doom Welcome podcast. to the Temple of Doom Around. <laughs> Doom Around. I like that. I do, too. Um, there were headlines at some point today. I'm going to say that the one I just... Okay. It's between Grand Theft Fruit mm-hmm. and the uh, other one that sounded like bullshit. <laughs> of What's course. What's the, the fifth one? Man Dies Searching yeah, for Frisbees? Yeah. So it's between those two. Okay. 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 I'm going to say that the fake one... Is Grand Theft Fruit. Do you know how expensive avocados are? Yes. That's real. Oh, yeah. Was it the other one? Was trunk? By the way, you got to see the picture. It's literally a trunk full of avocados. Yeah, but Grand Theft Fruit? Is it, that a thing elevate, or is that a clever headline Grand writer? Theft gets to it because it's Grand Theft of whatever when it reaches a certain value. <laughs> so it could be like Grand Theft Golden Dildo? Yes. <laughs> Single. I, I can imagine if you Grand Theft Golden Dildos? I don't know how to plural dildos, but I don't want to. Grand Theft Dil... Dildi? Dildodes. <laughs> Grand Theft Dildodes. Dildipodes? Dil- Dil- Grand Theft <laughs> This is why the time stream gets broken. Man. We keep fucking around. Jesus Christ. No, uh, so what was it, the uh, other one, the Frisbee? No! Uh, that, all right. I almost died on our honeymoon. No kidding, this is true. I almost died on our honeymoon. Because we went disc golfing. You, we that... went disc golfing and I w- almost, I lost the disc and I almost jumped in and Caroline's like hand, like hand to your chest, like pulling the brake maneuver from uh-huh. Seinfeld. Uh-huh. And she, she stopped I was like, short. She stopped short. And I was like, what? And she goes, look at the sign. And it's like, warning, do not get in here alligators. So somebody did not read the sign. You shouldn't frolf near like water. Oh, but it's a beautiful course. Yeah, but everybody wants to kill frolfers. Even oh, gators, even up. sharks. Shut up. It's a beautiful I'm serious. Course. That's going to attract attention. Those discs go flying and animals go berserk. Fair point. But what's fake? It was PETA lobbying and make a defunct MTA station a haven for subway rats. That's a really good idea, though. Thank you. Well, I be the one thing that I was ever like. PETA's specific (laughs) suggestion, I really like it. (laughs) But the funny thing, I was in New York last week and I was like, you know what? I see all the subway rats. Like, I wonder where they go. Give it to them. (laughs) Just let them have this one. It's gross. It's the Sudeten cheese. We just seed that to them, and surely the rats will stop there. 
Wow. Meanwhile, here comes the rat catcher with the final rodent solution. Oh, no. Quick, quick, quick. Take us the break. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, Sean. Hey, Phil. What's the easiest way to get on the whip around? I don't know, Phil. What is the easiest way to get on the whip around? Be a dumb criminal. Thanks. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hey, Sean. Guess what Kate made for dinner tonight? I don't know. What did Kate make for dinner tonight? I don't know. I'd never eat at my house. Oh. Hey, Dave. Hey, Phil. What did one Italian host of the Whip Around say to the other Italian host of the Whip Around? I don't know, Phil. What? We're back. <laughs> hey, Phil. Hey, Sean. Why are we in lockers? <laughs> Why would we be here? Lockers. Because nostalgia is an awesome thing. Dun, 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 dun. You should have stopped at sedating cheese, but it was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You gotta some. You gotta just keep swinging sometimes. You know? <laughs> sometimes. Never know what you're gonna dig up. Woo! Usually it's gonna reach Hitler because that's the rule. <laughs> that's is that. Uh, it's named after someone. What's that's that principle. Um. It's something, it's like, any, it's something any, unobtrusive. Any, any, but any, any internet any argument, argument devolves, eventually will mention Hitler. Or devolves into accusations of, of or somewhat something. Nazis, something right. to that effect. It's, it's like Hitler the, and the Nazis will be evoked. Not Moore's Law, because that's the one with processor speed. But it's one. It's somebody's law. Okay. It, uh, I was going to say it's Darwin. It's not sound. Darwin. It um, no. starts with a D. Goodwin? Godwin? Godwin. Godwin's Godwin. Law. That's it. Godwin's Law. Set me up, I knock him down. I think there was a D in there somewhere, at least. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what she said. Welcome back. <laughs> ah! I, oh, I am so sick of being mature, aren't you? <laughs> Tell you what, I can't take it. You gotta it be anymore. a goody fucking two shoes. Always, right? Not making D jokes. No, and that's why we're here, damn it, because we're not ashamed to make you laugh. With D jokes. Absolutely. D level right. jokes. Science! It still matters, Lam. Uh, damn it. <laughs> you even messed up the D word. I, mean, I did. It still matters, Lammy. <laughs> it still matters, Lamster. <laughs> Sean, I know something particular about your nose. You don't know where I've been. <laughs> one of your favorite, you don't know the half of it. One of your favorite Yankee Candle scents is Cozy Cabin. That is correct. That cozy is. Cabin uh, Escape. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. From cozy the Cabin Escape. Do you happen to have any others? I'm not giving them to you. But we want to know. Oh, my stockpile? Or do you mean another favorite No, I want to know favorite, favorite flavors. Odor. Favorite flavors. Flavor of, of candle? Flavor of candle. I don't care. I'm calling them ca No, that's fine. Flavors. That's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, but of course they're not going to spring to mind now. I'm a, I'm a fan of lilac, a good lilac okay. candle. Sure, in the florals. There was sure. one I had once that was like grape black currant. And it was vaguely like, if anyone remembers the perfume Ananya. No, it was, it was like a much gentler, sort of easy softer Ananya scent. It was amazing and there was one of them evidently made ever in life. And you had it. But, but, you, but, but you had... usually it's that or but or anything food scented. You like the food scents. Okay, I, sure. I tend to, yeah. Even Cozy Cabin Escape has like a pipe scent mixed in with like chocolate. Yes, there is a chocolatey note to that. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm a beach guy. I like beach walk. Um, if you, See, I don't even know what that is. It's I, great. It's, it's irritates very, me. I don't know what that smells like. Smell, it smells smell like, like it smells like the sea and seagrass. It's so really there are nice. kind of some gross notes in it a little no, bit. No, it's sea, sea spray and seagrass. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, right. it's very fresh. It's nice. You can't perfume I like, nature. I like witch's brew, which only comes out once a year, which is fucking criminal, by the way. If you've ever smelled witch's, one of like black candles. Yeah, and that's it's too really busy nice, me. and it's like too patchouli, and it's really now, see. No, it's I can't awesome. do patchouli. Oh, I love it. I again, I'm repulsed by it. It's not an attitude thing. I'm really 
pandemic. Ugh. And then I'll say Sicilian lemon, which is very simple, but it's very nice. Yeah, yeah that's I a like good that's one. Very, it's strong, too. It can be a little one. soapy if it's too much. Uh, you, gotta, you, you need a big space for, for that candle. And to gesture widely with, like an Italian. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. otherwise, how else are you going to talk about Sicilian lemon? Right. With, I made the gesture. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, I bring this up because... Does Clapped that, and made mouth noise. Yeah, Thank you. You're welcome. Does that really mean we're different? Not so. Who? You and I. That we like different candles. We're not so different. You, you and, and I. I. Candle fan. Candle fan 962. <laughs> not so according to study published in Current Biology. So here's a, a just a quick whiff of science for everybody. <laughs> turns, out that oh. across, turns out that across several different cultures, what we find to be pleasant smelling mm. is not actually so different. I'm in. I'm, I'm really interested in this. Okay. I'm, good. I'm glad you are because I thought it was, kind of, it was short, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, so yeah, here's, yeah. here's what they did. Unfortunately, small sample size. I'll start with that. 225 people, but they got them just from a little, nine. A little votive sample right there, size. A little vo- sample size. Oh, a votive of people. There it is. <laughs> From uh, nine different cultures across North America, South America, and Asia. Very different backgrounds. So, Sorry, Europe. <laughs> so they, Actually, I think we know who was excluded really out of, out of hand, unfortunately. Uh, but Why is that? I don't Why know. Why would you ignore Africa, which is like the very center I don't know. of just about every aromatic and civilization? Spice routes and everything. Do you know what I, mean? I know. It's oh stupid. Oh, my God. What the fuck? So... So here's the, but they did at least the one thing that, that I can say that they did do right with the samples of the people was they Ew. took them from like urban dwelling areas and farm areas and seaside areas like uh, hunter gatherer cultures, agricultural people. So they douchebags, like, winners, <laughs> Americans in urban areas, douchebags, ass hats, hipsters. They, what they did was they gave them a dweebies. <laughs> Righteous dudes. <laughs> they all like them. <laughs> uh, as it turns out, they all do. Well, I'll tell you in a sec. But they asked them to sniff what were monomolecular compounds from basic scents. So all these complex scents that we've been talking about in Yankee Candle are made up of some very basic compounds that these, these wizards in their factories get together and mix together in different ratios. Some things are very common to us and well-known, like uh, vanillin is the basic chemical compound that makes you smell like vanilla. And then there are other ones that are very common uh, that if you if you knew what they were in, and I forgot to look this one up. Shark farts. Linalool is a very common uh, citrus aromatic Obviously. I believe. So anyway, but... It's they also made a, a very rude name for they, the uh, patella. <laughs> but they... Hey, you leave my patella tendon tear out of this, damn it. Shut up. I have something, too. I got some pre... arthritis something. Well, go get an MRI. You're one. Anyway, <laughs> so... Smell you later, dick. They, <laughs> so they asked them to smell these very basic ones, and they have them, uh, they have them sniff it, and they rank them these 10 smells to, from nicest to shittiest. Uh, they got everyone's. Lim- They're like this. Smell this. This is shit. How much? <laughs> well, what they did. That's your remember baseline. cross culture. So they didn't do it on number scales because some of the people they surveyed were like to, a to numerical cultures. Like a they numerical. went. Like they went to like some far off places with some you know very you know basic cultures and like. Well, we, how'd they know how many people to send to the study? They basically they're like here rank these ones you like the most are over here and then like rank and they ordered there are them. cultures so they, without numbers. Yeah. So they really did their like Wait. spread of people. So anyway, I you blow my mind already. You gotta You're get- welcome. Wait till we get to the sniffy shit. <laughs> so they can't. So they got everyone's Wait, right. You like this one that came and then order it this way in the early sun or this one that was closer to the no. Sad just move it sun. left or right, whichever one you like better, because yeah, they can understand right left. And, Fuck these people. They have left and right. Anyway, so every, they got everyone's rankings. Did a whole lot of math, statistics, and analysis. The rankings. Uh, you know, one might think that what one group likes 
the other might make another group wretch because they're from such different cultures. But it turns out culture does not play a significant role in what people think smells good. According to this votive. Uh, according to this votive of people. Uh, if different cultures perceive smells differently based on background, etc., you'd expect pretty decent variance among the rankings when you went from you know population to population. But they were pretty damn consistent across all cultures. And according to what they did, the way they ran the, the statistics, which they didn't bother with. Because, At all. Because these people are fuckheads. But uh, I digress. Uh, 6% of the variability in the rankings can be attributed to cultural differences according to their math. Molecular identity, however, shape of molecule, molecular family, seems to account for 41% of the variance. They even ran a control uh, and it's remarkably consistent which means that there are universal principles that can seem to guide what people think smells good and what they don't think smells good. Or what they think smells bad, specifically, right? Yes. It's not just like, you eh, know, it's more like, Ew. It's more like, you know, this is not right. good. Yeah. Uh, so now why bother doing this anyway? Firstly, it shows that individual differences aside, you can determine relative certainty to the degree, the ple- the degree of pleasantness uh, just by looking at chemistry, which is pretty neat to do for a chemist. And it's also practically useful for, hey, for fragrance industry, sure. But it also, like a lot of fundamental science, demonstrates that despite our obvious phenotypic differences, we are really all the same species and largely the same across cultures. And I think that's pretty awesome to begin with, but it also shows you that there are more base mechanisms that we share in our biology that really, you know, guide what we do. And I think that that's pretty cool. Anytime that there's a, a, a study that highlights our similarities instead of our differences, I think is always worth looking at. Plus, of course, it's basic science, but I dig it. So uh, that's what we've really got. I think it highlights our humanity and the fact that, yeah, it doesn't matter where you're from. Shit smells like shit and vanilla is awesome. So uh, there you go. Thoughts, Sean. Where is vanilla like native? Like, where is it from originally? Madagascar is one of the major growers, which is why you have Madagascar vanilla. There is also Mexican vanilla varieties. Mm. Um, Tahitian vanilla, I believe, is the premium, if you will. Okay. I don't know why the fuck I actually know that offhand. I just do. I'm guessing it was because I read uh, The Drunken Botanist last summer. It's just interesting because you can get it in Africa and <laughs> they didn't. Bother. I'm sorry. I don't mean no, to. No, I know. Like, You're right <laughs> to point this out. And I thought like, I would, wanted you to call this out because I noticed this too. It feels like they did this really cool study and didn't invite the parents. Like they didn't invite. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like they didn't invite like, you know, sort of stodgy Europe. And they didn't invite like the mother of civilization. <laughs> cradle of civilization. Yeah. You, you know, left some out. Yeah. Uh, which is not to smear North America, Asia or anybody. It's to say, look, who's not there. Who's not it's there at the table. Weird. However. Okay. So that aside, and that is a glaring. That is a problem. glaring error. And I would love to see what happens if they include it. I have a feeling. Both of them. Europe I, and Africa. I, I, Go I, ahead. Do, I have a feeling that it's actually going to come out the same. It seems to be a more well, fundamental see, mechanism. See, mechanism. I'm, I would hope that the study even ends with one of those further studies. Required. It, it, it absolutely. You know, of course. Uh, beyond that. Uh, I do think it's interesting. I, I was there anything because um, they weren't smelling like here's a strawberry, right? It was no, it here was basic molecular. Da- yeah, was they, there like a sort of a? Uh, has this been chewed up and spat out in sort of pop editions yet to where they've taken it and made it a little easier to palate, if a little dreamier, to where you could go? Um, people really like. Not just vanilla, but people also really. Do you know what I'm saying? To actually oh. just sort of wait it for us and show us what those so instead of vanilla numbers are. Sure, um, no, they haven't done it that I'd way. I'd like to yet. see that even just like a graph that just has like vanilla and then in parentheses, they just do the clever little thing where it's like a vanilla bean. You know, or it's like, like vanilla. It's like uh, or Christmas cookie. That's to what bring I mean. Have the little uh, helpful little image. I don't mean to be too readers no, digest no, 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 about no, 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 this. Absolutely, some of the compounds. I didn't have, help process. It I didn't have time me. to look up all the compounds. I recognize, of course, yeah, some of them. That's what I mean. I'm not tasking you with like, did you draw? They they did ten different compounds. And, and some of them, they literally had the chemical name. Some of them I recognized, like I said, from my, oh. from my botany study. What'd you do? 
flying thing in my water. Well, at least it's not flying around anymore. You okay? I'll be right back. No, don't go anywhere. I need my, I need a drink of water. Do you? Yes. Okay, so I forget where we stopped. It's time to refresh your summer wardrobe oh. with another game oh. of Real or Bullshit. Oh. Sniff this edition. Another? <laughs> yeah. Did that before? Yes. Remember, because you were breaking my balls about how I said it's a summer wardrobe to get a new fragrance. And it was because I read a what? It was I read a weird article last summer about strange colognes that you could have. Oh, that is okay. That's, that's vaguely more familiar, familiar for you. Well, I'm a person who takes comfort in routine, so since it's been about a year, uh, it's yeah, time you, to ref- you like this. I like that about to, you. Time to refresh your wardrobe again with seven new scents. Of uh, <laughs> questionable quality, <laughs> let's say it that way. Awful sense. Uh, but are these new fragrances you are able to buy, or will you sniff the bullshit I've cooked up this time? I think I, I did terribly on this, didn't I? Um, I think I did piss poor. On I f- I feel like you eked out a win, possibly. I think you're wrong. No, I, I remember being demoralized one way or the other. So I, let's... That, that's kind of standard in my games, even when you win. Yeah, because I'm, I mean, I'm credulous. You are. Scientists will help you smell anything, and people will buy anything. So guess what's going to happen? <laughs> Sniff this and buy it. Yeah. Sniff this. Yeah. And by the way, uh, for the record, I will give you the name of the fragrance, and then I will give you the, uh, the, the component scents or notes in the fragrance. Mm-hmm. That's all real, if it is. And the rest of the description is shit that I've written. Okay. So, so it's going to come with a silly little fill caption. Yes, it is. Because, God damn it, he wrote this game. <laughs> and he was uh, you liked it, it last year, if I remember. So that's why I'm, I'm not doing saying it. I didn't. I just like that you were declaring it right now. I like, just wanted to make I, sure you knew that like, there was like, this, I, 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 if it's real, wrote, wrote this is real. These little, little descriptions and you will listen. We did that real, folks, not in post. Here we go. Raw That's why it wasn't very good. <laughs> raw silk. Lush scents of fabric, clothing dyes, and dry cleaning chemicals combine to give you a feeling of being forever fresh, clean, and looking sharp no matter what you're wearing. Real or bullshit? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline, uh, I asked Caroline because I was short one idea, and I was like, hon, what are you going to do? It's the fa- it was only, I think, the word silk. And I was she, like, I don't know. If she came silk. up with the name, and apparently raw silk is the thing, and then when you dye it and you press it, smells like a chemical toilet, according to her. So good uh, thing you didn't buy that one. Yeah. Doing great so far. That's, that's one. I'm sure <laughs> Why am I keeping track? for it somewhere. I'm sure. How about a market for this? Hmm. Condensed milk. Warm vanilla notes combined with sugar and baked goods to give you the feeling of walking out of a patisserie carrying a bag of freshly baked treats. Bullshit. <laughs> that one's real. It's actually still, called condensed milk. Still bullshit. <laughs> That's the thing that threw me. Why would you say that instead what? of not even like sweetened condensed milk? Just condensed milk, man. I don't know. I guess I didn't smell like a patisserie walking out smelling like just a can of non-sweetened <laughs> condensed milk. Maybe if you open it. Open this. <laughs> Sniff this. Tarnish. Must, metal, and a tinge of sulfur give the wearer the feeling of walking through a museum's armory, a sense of history, and a masculine wear and tear. Bullshit, man. Stunningly real. This is bullshit. I am so proud of my writing on that one, let me tell you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Golden Phil. It's wonderful. Museum's Armory? Come it on. It, Why it no else do you that? fucking want this? It's so stupid. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate it. Let's see if you hate this one. Dungeon Master. <laughs> 
Latex, oh, let's leather. See if you hate this one, comma dungeon master. <laughs> Latex, leather, and steel remind the wearer of the unmistakable scent of fetish parties and nights of BDSM tinged romance. But what does steel smell like? Bullshit. <laughs> That one was bullshit. I tried to sell it too hard. Oh, ah, steel. Just sounded <laughs> sexy. I don't know. Just trust us. It's <laughs> it smells very like metal. Hard steel. You got that smell. spoon jamming up your nose. Now you know what you're wearing. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> you're doing great. Fifty percent so far. Cruising for that uh, eek and a win. There Maybe. it is. I we told you. Stay. Dark ride. Chlorinated water, mildew, and hints of light floral notes take the wearer back to their favorite summertime theme park memories on a log flume sailing with the Pirates of the Caribbean or lazily splashing through It's a Small World. Real or bullshit? Can I hear the name and the description? Dark Ride. Not the poem. Dark Ride. (laughs) Chlorinated water, mildew, hints of light floral notes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. We've gotten there. (laughs) <laughs> the truth and Phil's lies it just all sounds the same <laughs> I had to write so much bullshit for this game today I'll say that it's too good an idea bullshit amazingly real I'm glad it is you can I'm wear that while is. listening to sea shanties and you will smell like you sound oddly enough which is the first time anybody's ever said that possibly how I specifically sound well you'll smell how no, you tell sound me yes yes how I specifically okay yeah as long as it's about me then fine yeah Next one. We're not done? No. Okay. Two more. Good. Funeral home. Top notes come from a variety of white flowers like lilies, chrysanthemum, and carnations combined with a subtle hint of mahogany. Let the wearer relax in a serene environment at a funeral home or reminisce about saying goodbye to a cherished loved one. Real or... (laughs) Lisbon earthquake. (laughs) Fukushima Daiichi. (laughs) I could have said the next one I thought of. Nope. <laughs> Durian enema. <laughs> um, it helps if you know what a durian looks like as well. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope, I'm gonna damn near pray that that's bullshit. Stunningly real, Phil. Sorry, dude. I don't know if I buy that. I, uh, I'm, I'm. Listen, I, when I saw that it, I am this close to buying it for you. I <laughs> just want to point that out. Where is this available? Online. <laughs> See what I mean? It's all of what? course, of course. It's but all... somebody actually made it. I'm I looked the... at the ones I bullshitted, and I was like, I can't believe nobody did this. I'm the dope for saying bullshitting. <laughs> and finally, dead writers. Clove, vanilla, and tobacco aim to take the wearer to the comfort of the stacks. The scent of oaks being in an old library reading the words and wisdom of the long-gone masters. Say the title and the ingredients again. Dead writers. Uh-huh. Clove, vanilla, and tobacco. I mean, it's a damn fine scent, isn't it, that they're describing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I hate the game or you. <laughs> Thank um, you. I'm proud. I am. I like you. <laughs> so I'm going to say real. That one actually is real. And, uh, the description does it a lot of justice, Phil. Thank you. Uh, I, I would, uh, so that, you only got three out of four. Bummer. By my count. Unless I counted wrong, but I'm I don't sure think I did. I lost, Phil. That felt terrible. It was rough, dude. But I, I will say. I will say did yes. You Google like weird perfumes, or I, that's like what a, I did. I googled weird cologne. And eventually I found spe- a, like a source that was like, check this shit. Specifically, I did colognes, and I'm not I didn't questioning you. I'm just saying, where do you go? I did. I did to find some of this. Believe shit. it or not, I found most of these on a Ranker article. 
Uh, and, Which, of uh, course, whenever you say that, had, I imagine that it's a article had, you get to by being dropped into a pit. Yeah, right? Watch out, Bildo Quirve. Oh, no. Which now we all know. There you go. Who that was. Past tense. Far, far away. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, you you know, if you don't know who Bill DeQuerve is, listen to last episode again, check out the game. And while you do that, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Have you been affected by boredom, dull podcasts, droll mainstream comedy? Side effects could include running nose, dick fingers, plumber's toe, racist nosebleeds, corns and calluses, dry eye, brown town blues, scatological humor, scat humor, backwards nipples, martial anglia, rectal itch, rust, super herpes, regular herpes, the drizzles, erectile dysfunction, or inverted nipples. We'll get you the entertainment you deserve. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Whip Around Law Firm today. Don't worry, I got, got that garbage pail right there in case it goes bad. You say garbage pail, huh? What do you say? Garbage can? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever said garbage pail outside of like kindergarten. I'm not saying that it's for kindergartners. I'm saying whatever happened to me, garbage pail just went away. That's that's odd because you know now that I think about it consciously. To me, I talk about the pails on the side of the house. The what? The like the garbage pails on the side of the house. But I talk about the can in the kitchen. Huh. So outside, it's It's a a pail. Which is I when you say a pail to me, I'm picturing like a bucket. Yes, like the silver bucket right. with the hand. Exactly. Right. right. That's a I've never noticed that about me. But I right, I wouldn't. If someone put garbage in my pail, I'd be like, "The fuck are you doing?" Well, it's funny because like I, you know, when you're whenever get my I'm pail taking, dirty, whenever taking it out, I'm always like, "Oh yeah, put the and you're like I'm carrying it out. I'm like, hon, can you put the extra bag in the can?" Right. You wouldn't talk to her in such a strange way as to say in the pail. No. And yet it's always – and it's as true of the both of us. It's like, oh, yeah, don't forget to bring the pails out tonight. There's extra in the – It's time for three for the road. Wow. What a weird linguistic quirk we've discovered. That time of the show, we talk about things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show. Like the difference between garbage pails and cans. Uh, Or didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is. Which is smelling shit. Uh, and what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth. Once we parse ourselves. It's like Stranger Things, but Brown Edition in here right now. <laughs> uh, talking about things that, uh, yeah, just slipped the net wow. uh, until now. And uh, we're going to have 30 seconds apiece to talk about you. those things. Thank you. And after a 30-second turn is up, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel played eagerly by our pal Doc Phil over there. And that means it's time to shut the fuck up, move on to the next person. We'll do that three times a piece, like I said, and then uh, that'll be it. A few plugs, a little chit-chat, a little time stream finagling, and then, uh, well, we'll see you whenever. <laughs> but you'll hear us soon. Yes. All new. All nude. What? What? Anyway. You'd never know. Anyway, you Does can tell. sound like you I'm... Can, <laughs> you can tell when... Those Irish like... eyes are smiling. <laughs> the pants are coming down. Uh, so yeah, you need your union break. Yeah, so you're up, I buddy. will go first. I think mine are all too long. Uh, sorry, Paul. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, foreshadowing. Any, any questions on. for me? Uh, yeah. Of those seven, was there anyone that you would actually enjoy wearing? The one about the death. Yeah, the dead riders or the funeral home. Both. Oh, you go. And bury me with my loogie news. A bit of post-funeral justice, ah, that's irony, has come at last for one Texas woman. It was way back on November 29th of last year when Lorelein Hines, 51, entered a funeral home, service in progress, and, well, quote, walked straight up to the casket and spit on the corpse. Hey. One hopefully dry witness in November noted Hines had, quote, animosity toward the family of the person in the casket. Wild, no. right? Anyway, aside from being one hell of an advertisement for cremation, uh, the issue was at least finally advanced this week as Hines has officially been charged with felony abuse of a corpse. That'll give a spit shine to the old resume, huh? 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 
I see what you did there. <laughs> nice. Uh, in bees news, we're all pretty. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, we're all pre- uh, pretty aware of the dangerous po- uh, population decline in bees. Nature's hardest working pollinator. But a court in California has taken protection of the bees one step further. A panel of three appellate judges determined that bees are, in fact, fish. Uh, you see, there's a weird legal loophole that allows things that aren't fish that, <laughs> oh, to be considered the fish. The python of it all. To be considered fish if it grants them placement on the protected species list. This dates back to a precedent set in a, tri- uh, in a ruling from 1980 about the Trinity bristle snail. As a result, bees are now fish, according to that precedent. <laughs> upsetting several agricultural interest groups. Um, so, you know what? They did it just so that way it would fit the Protection Act, and apparently they're allowed to. So, you know, weird bees are now fishing, Cali, which means your fish tacos are about to get a whole lot crunchier. And several butchers' aprons. And you stay safe and classy, San Diego News. One San Diego condom oh, shopper at Ralph's got into a little premature stabbing a few weeks back. JD was strolling through the megastore at about 9 a.m. and stuck a box of prophylactics down his pants for later use, I hope. Probably stunned at the clumsy nature of the caper store, security moved in to stop the would-be woody cover thief, only to be met with a flash of steel as, quote, the suspect allegedly pulled out a knife, stabbed the victim in the stomach, and fled. JD, already a parolee, was taken in by cops after a brief chase on foot in a nearby shopping center parking lot and is believed to the guard will make a full recovery. And I don't want to joke, uh, I don't have a joke to end this, but I do want to mention that my kid now knows condoms exist, but she insists on calling them out for the weird balloons they are, so she refers to them as P-loons. Thank you. Oh! Fucking brilliant. Love it. Love it. In uh, fuck right off, keep fucking off until you get back here, and then fuck right off again. Uh, look, I get it. We all need to field test products and such, but the pest informers looking for five to seven households in the U.S. They will pay two thousand dollars to in order to let them release a hundred live cockroaches in. They have a new treatment they insist will be family and pet safe and in 30 days your house will again be roach free. Additionally, if they're wrong, and let's be honest, if it's not killing everything in your home, it's not going to kill the roaches, they'll pay for an exterminator to make an attempt at killing off your self-inflicted problem. No word on whether or not the application spots have been filled for trial, but hey, I guess if you want two grand and like living with roaches that are about, and you're either about to sell your house or detonate a nuclear device in your basement anyway, hey, go for it. And in... Nice. News, a Rancho Cordova Shell Station gas manager is out of work after a hilarious, albeit gasoline pricing error, uh, costly oh. thing. Last Sunday, travelers near John Cezina's gas station noticed an amazing deal. Regular gas up near 7 bucks a gallon in most of the area was listed at 69 cents a gallon. <laughs> Cezina, whatever, maintains he simply misplaced the decimal on the sign, which, okay. But this little error cost over $16,000 in just a few hours. As, quote, people shared the price on wow. social media and lines began to of form course. at gas pumps. Now, not being a gas company himself, making such an error means Johnny Boy was actually held a accountable uh, and was probably fired for his mistake right. on Monday. Tough luck, man. Next time, just dump your errors all over the Gulf of Mexico. Contaminate a water supply and ruin some ducks. You'll get a huge bonus. Fuck everything. Shell, go 69 and oil, Derek. And finally, never tell me the odds news. <laughs> I was witness to a small slice of baseball history yesterday afternoon. Since 1876, 316 no-hitters have been thrown, and only 23 of those are perfect games. Most people have heard of those, but sitting in between is the stat of 107 immaculate innings that have been thrown. Ostensibly harder than a no-hitter, an immaculate inning means three batters to the plate, nine pitches, all strikes, three strikeouts. Oh, that means there's less than one immaculate inning, inning thrown per year on average. There have never been two on the same day. So imagine my surprise when Houston's Luis Garcia throws an immaculate inning in the second, and then in the seventh, I see relief. Phil Maton throw another one. Never have two happened in the same day, let alone the same team. And oh, they struck out the same three oh, batters. No. Never before, never again will we see two Immaculados in the same day like that. Unbelievable. Nor will we see those three batters on ever that again. team. <laughs> ever again. Hey, it's the Rangers. They could use whoever they can get. And thanks to my dad for the plural of Immaculados. I love that. Ahoy, Bob. Ahoy, Bob. Sean, do we have anything to plug? Uh, your wife. <laughs> Just love setting you up to be awkward. You're welcome. Oh, no! Continue. Nope. (laughs)
<laughs> Magician's Assistant Facebook page and uh, the Redheaded Taylor on the Tick and the Talk and the Instagram. Again, Broadway level talent. As always, uh, estimates are free for anything. And uh, we'd mentioned it last week Stop on the show. Fondling the bell while you talk about your wife, please. <laughs> Stop that immediately. Oh, no. I'll turn this whole podcast around. <laughs> and. Uh, Estimates are free always, and we mentioned it last week. Sean's we mentioned cabinet little... of the leave room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> uh, little things are on the shop too. It's not all just big things with her. There are some wonderfully themed like uh, oh, earrings and and uh... <laughs> yeah, that's why she married me. There it is. And, uh... <laughs> Um, little things. Uh, she's yeah. got some Triforce shaped and Triforce themed keychains. If you're a Zelda fan, she's got some uh, Pokeball themed earrings too, and all kinds of stuff like that. So Feels it's like not I just big stuff. Out when he said Pokeballs, <laughs> oh. <laughs> let me fondle that bell again. Anyway, uh, contact her a- a- if you will, please. That that's all I got for that. Uh, you know, <laughs> who else? <laughs> He's so thrown off. By is the bell. worth ringing a bell for? I ain't touching the bell this time. I don't know her that well. Citizen Gabby. <laughs> Who is a super fan uh, and does art inspired by the show and, and some a super other person and a, some projects of her her own. Um, it's funny stuff. It's really funny. She's a good person. She's at TikTok and Instagram at citizen underscore Gabby. What more do you want from me? Nothing. She's taking care of it. I was talking to her. No, I just, <laughs> <laughs> No, I know what's happening soon, so I'm just I'm a little I'm already a little apprehensive. Sean's getting apprehensive well, about uh, the drinks episode. Here's your here's your quick peek behind the curtain. And by the way, uh, we we uh, we decided how I'll the let, sausage I'll let gets you, liquefied. I'll let you know two two weeks in advance. So we're taking July off, but unlike uh, many other podcasts that just take the summer off, we're giving you new stuff pretty much every week in July. And so we we're doing two break, episodes. Remember? Yeah, remember we need summer school, so we're doing a couple fun shows. Yeah, and uh, we're doing one upcoming. That's what Sean's apprehensive about. But by the way, if you have any ideas of any alcoholic beverages that we will do eventually on our Christmas drinks episode because we always do that one. Uh, we'll do that again. Uh, let us know. We should know. have a guest on. And con- I well. would love to. If, if you're in the mood for drinks, come on down. Let us know. Um, well, and- we'll figure out what, you know, like yes. but if, if you think you, if you're the right this, that could the match. Be the, that could be the whole, like, open the basement up to ten lucky people. God, that will turn into a shit show. Uh, wow, he doubled down on the entendre. <laughs> you are a dirty centaur. <laughs> Let us know, Whip Around Podcast. Uh, at, no, the Whip Around at gmail.com. The Whip Around uh, No, wait. <laughs> never mind. You know what? We love you. This Bye. Is the second episode in a row. It's <laughs> like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summer school. Ahoy. <laughs> That is Louvre-level shit. That is Louvre-level shit. Which is something you hear around the Louvre all the time.